Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. So Melissa, you want to title today's episode, What's in Your Dash? I do. And I didn't really get what that means like what do you mean in your dash <laughs> like like a dash of salt like what is that <laughs> everything bagel seasoning so um i met this woman a long time ago and she lives in nashville and she actually writes music she writes country music and she's gotten some she's gotten some really cool traction one of the songs that she wrote specifically is called what's in your dash and we got to this conversation yeah. because she was a little older in life when she married her husband and they had a child and they never thought that they would have children. And this little guy was a bit of a surprise, but they were so elated. They named him Dash. Hmm. And I was like, what does, does Dash have some kind of significance or meaning? And she said, it sure does. She said, I wrote a song, too, after he was born called What's in Your Dash. And to me, she said, the, um, anybody's gravestone shows the year they were born and the year that they died, and there's a dash in between. And she, she just went on to say that for her, her purpose and her meaning that she didn't even know about was her little guy, Dash. And she wanted her oh. life to be significant because of him and what what she was able to accomplish in her life from the time she was born to the time she died that's how she was talking about it and i absolutely thought that was so cool um other people have said that too so it's like she didn't actually you know she didn't create that phrase but she really explained that phrase to me in a way that actually i got goosebumps when she talked about it because it was so cool and it got yeah, me what, thinking what a great story yeah i know and oh my gosh too. He's like the cutest little guy, sparkly brown eyes and just darling. Um, but it got me thinking, like, what's in my dash? You know, hmm, like, that's a good question. That's a hard yeah, question. I know. So then I started thinking, well, maybe that's too kitschy of a phrase. You know, maybe, maybe what I'm really asking is, am I working in my purpose? Like, am I you know, I'm 54 now, which I always have a habit of saying out loud, so I'm not anymore, um, that I might might stop using numbers altogether. Um, but I'm 54 now, and I start thinking to myself, what is it that I want to be known for? You know, like, what mm. matters to me? What matters to me? How am I spending my time? Mm -hmm. Because days fly by, right? And how am I spending yeah. my time? Well, that's like a really... That's a super interesting question. Because, mm -hmm. and I think you're right. Like so many of us, you know, sort of like on the path of life, just I, frankly, just like kind of like get busy, right? Yeah. Like yep. we've got work and we've got kids and we've got all this stuff happening. Yeah. Um, and it's just like yep. go 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 go, and then do you even take the time to s sit back and think about like. Why? <laughs> like, what's yeah. the purpose? Right? Yeah. Well, and there's the word right there, right? It's like purpose. What? What is? What is my purpose? And I know that mm -hmm. this is like a big. You know, this topic is one that a lot of people 
um, use in a way to be, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think some people use it in a different way than how I actually am talking about it today or how we're talking about it. Some people use it like it has to be a goal or, you know, get after it. Do you know your purpose? Like rah, rah. And mm-hmm. I don't mean it like that at all. I mean, are you doing stuff in your life that you feel deeply connected to? And, mm-hmm. and do you have the awareness that you are? Mm-hmm. To me, that's more of talking about what purpose is. I'd be interested in your thoughts about that. Well, yeah, I, this is a question like I've asked and sort of tried to seek for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, like I years ago, uh, when Simon, like Simon Sinek had a very mm-hmm. famous talk yep. called Start right. With Why. And it was like, yep. it was rooted in uh, business, right? Where his thesis was like, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Yep, exactly. Right. So mm-hmm. we see all these like businesses that like have this core purpose and they're fulfilling that purpose in a variety of different ways. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I got super interested in that because um having like a bunch of different businesses, it's just like what is the purpose of all of these things? And in, and in one way, like for me, from a, like putting my marketing hat on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I like talking about why our companies do things more than mm-hmm. specifically technically what they do. Right. Mm-hmm, right. So I got super right. interested in that um, and did a lot of exploring, but that actually turned into me trying to figure out what my why was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, that's been really difficult, honestly. Like, like I went through so much of my life just like hustling and doing things that I never stopped to think like, why am I doing this? Why am I creating these companies? Why am I involving Mm -hmm. myself in all of these different activities? Is there any common thread between any of this stuff? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And is there like... And how I, it's and it's super hard to articulate. It is like super I hard found. to articulate. Yes, I agree with you. You know, normally when we get ready for these podcasts, I sit with it and see how huh, how do I feel about that, and you go right to Google. <laughs> 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 this time, as we've been exploring this idea of what's in the what's in your dash and what's your purpose, I actually went to Google. Ooh, because I was roles curious. reversed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just wanted to see how it felt. It was actually kind of fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can see why you like that. Um, <laughs> you know, what's funny is when you talk about what is your own individual purpose, there's so many articles. There's a million articles on purpose and, you know, five easy steps to find your purpose, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. I landed on one that one particular site that I thought was really interesting and it and the article is called Seven Tips for Finding Your Purpose. I might actually even write a blog on this because it was kind of interesting. Um, but, you know, like you and I have talked about purpose before and we never, it's kind of funny because I think what we do is we talk about what the absence of having our purpose is. Mm. I think we talk about I'm not sure about this. I don't like, well, I know it's not that. Like, I feel like 
just naturally when we've tried to unfold this a little bit, we talk about what the absence of purpose actually has been in our lives. And, um, and then we just skate on the, on what it actually is. Like, how is it? And that's because exactly like you're saying, it's hard for someone to be able to, um, know what their purpose is, articulate their purpose and feel really, really good. Right. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that's difficult. So this article I'm looking at, it's like, it lists all these ways that a, that a person can find their purpose. And it really bugged me because all, all the <laughs> ways, <laughs> it really bugged me. I thought, are you kidding me? This is the article. Um, well, it, it roped me in, first of all, because it said. Yeah, it sounds like it did its job. <laughs> it's like, what is this? You're curious, you know, like, then you get a little irritated and then it's gotcha. <laughs> it says only 25% of Americans... American adults believe that they have a clear sense of purpose. Twenty-five percent. I and I would I, I, I would believe that statistic, and actually, I might actually think mm -hmm. that statistic's a little high. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then they say forty percent either claim neutrality or they just say they don't know. I think it's much higher than forty. I think I, I don't believe yeah. it's only forty. Um, but it's like, you know, you and I talk about purpose and why it's important. And we do get, we, I think we both are, are in our purpose. I think we spend a lot of our daily lives in our purpose, just in an unaware state. Hmm. Um, and, and so, so I'll, I'll, let me, I'll expand on that for just a moment. But like, here's the other thing this article said that was kind of interesting. Because what you and I do is we talk about, well, purpose should not just be tied to your job. So there it is. We're talking about what mm -hmm. it isn't. However, in this article, it says people who have a sense of purpose live healthier lives. They live longer and they make more money. Mm. Now, isn't that interesting? That goes in like that almost flies directly in the opposite manner that you and I have talked about it. Um, may maybe. Let's see. Well, just just to like tie the loose end up on what you're saying, yeah, is <laughs> like <laughs> uh, when you and I talk about purpose and job, we often talk about tying our self worth too yes. closely with our vocation, yes, right, with okay. our job, yes, or with That's whatever better... we're into, right? Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I, I I would actually like soften your statement a little bit mm -hmm, to say, hey, mm -hmm. like we're not saying that like your your job and your and your purpose can't be aligned and and actually yep. think like when they are aligned it, it yes. is awesome because right. you wake up every day mm -hmm. loving to go to work and excited to go to work and that probably i would agree does result in yeah. much more happiness and probably yeah. more money cuz you're probably really awesome at it well i um, yeah, that resonates for me because I'll tell you like what you said just at the very beginning of that was you wake up every day and you really like going to your job. And that's what I do. Mm -hmm. I love what I do. I mean, I absolutely love it. So I feel really lucky in that way. Right. And it got me thinking about. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people like can. Uh, I think a lot. Of, I don't think a lot of people make that statement. I love going to my job. I love waking up every morning and mm -hmm. getting to work. Mm hmm. What do you think? Do you think that's, we should maybe get yeah. a more informal poll. <laughs> we should. That would be super interesting, actually, to hear what people say. Do people just feel like they're putting in their time and they're just waiting for the next thing and waiting, expecting that's going to fall in their lap? 
you know, or, or do they, or are they just on, on auto where they go to work? They don't really think about it. Yeah. They've been doing it for a number of years. And then when they retire, they'll be done. Like, (laughs) yeah, like punch, punch in, punch out, do my time. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that kind of language around, around jobs. People will use that kind of language, right? Yeah. Or there's just a general malaise about their job. You know, it's like, well, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's just what well, it is. And if we think about how much time we spend working, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a shame. Yeah. Right. The other thing yeah. I would say about the job thing, and then we can kind of move on to what yeah. uh, your list um, is, I don't think it's super black and white either. Like, I think there's no. parts of people's jobs that they really love and there's parts that are just that total grind. Um, so mm-hmm. it's a whole mm-hmm. mix um, of course. all the time. I, I it's agree. like, you know, it's not like every, I mean, even my job, even though I love my job, there's parts of it that I'm like, oh gosh, yeah. Like could yeah. do without that. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. I get For that. you, it's the accounting part. I was just going to say, <laughs> hi, Christine, my very favorite CPA in the whole world. Don't leave me. This is what I've been saying to her for eight years. Hi, Christine. Don't I love you. Me. Don't leave me. <laughs> I always say that and she rolls her eyes. <laughs> All right, let's hop back to your list. I want to hear. The, yeah. I, I want to hear the list. Oh, oh, of what they say to do to yeah. find your purpose. Okay, well, I yeah. don't think that this is a good list, but I'm going to just tell oh, you. Oh, good. This. Let's hear out. Let's yeah. hear it. Donate time, money, or talent. That's number one. Donate time. Now, while that is obviously a very good idea to donate time, money, and talent. If you have no idea what your purpose is and you just randomly start laying down money or time or your personal resource into something that isn't great for you, I don't believe that that's true. What do you think? Well, I, maybe it's like a method to find it. Like, like, hey, go start volunteering around and then yeah. the one that resonates with you, you kind of stick with and you'll do more. And that's kind of like a hint towards mm. what your yes. purpose might be. You're right. You're that that you're right. You're right. I don't know why this list just kind of like I was like this I like is it. Dumb. I, I like that you're so irritated about. Let's keep going. I'll defend the <laughs> list. And, okay, and... yeah, that's good actually cuz you are doing a good job of that. Okay. Listen to feedback. Um so you can be hard to recognize things you feel passionate about, so you should ask other people to give you insight. Oh. Uh, yeah. So like we talk about all the time, like we see things in others that we don't see in ourselves. Okay. Right. So yeah, you're just right. asking someone else to see something in you that you can't see in yourself. But do you think you Not should terrible? just? Well, no, you're right. And it says like, like for example, if people think you're a great entertainer, or they say, "Oh, you have such a passion for helping the elderly," yeah. hearing what others say about you might reinforce some of the things that you were yeah. already engaged in that you like. All right. Okay. I guess I like that, but you know what I think is what I <laughs> what I don't like as much is don't you think the number one on the list is that you should take your own inventory and see if it feels good to do it? Like that's not on this list. Yeah, you I should make your own my... list. <laughs> right, <laughs> and if you're gonna listen to the feedback of others, then you darn well better be careful about who you're listening to. That's true. I I agree. Be- I don't, I, I and, just am not, I'm not grooving on that. <laughs> all right. Keep, keep going. Let's okay, What's okay, the next one? Okay. Surround yourself with positive people. Now. It seems like a generally good life lesson. And does it help mm-hmm. you find your purpose? Yeah. 
I, I don't think it helps you. How does it help? I, I, well, and, and, you know, it's like I always say, John Maxwell says, you are a product of the top five people you spend your time with. So how you spend your time is very, very important, or who you spend your time mm-hmm. with is extremely important. Um, and so, you know, suggesting that you have positive people in your life and not people that bring you down. Yeah. Because I'll like supportive, like a supportive yeah. network. Like, like you're not gonna, and actually I, I would say like trying to discover your purpose mm-hmm. make, to, to me, mm-hmm. it feels like a very vulnerable activity. Yeah. So even yeah. like talking about it, right. even with you, mm-hmm. I feel vulnerable, which is right. like crazy. Cause like I shouldn't, I mean, I don't feel vulnerable talking to you about anything. Right. But no, it but does I think bring that up a I little that bit of that too. feeling. So yeah. making sure that you are in a very supportive environment, I would yes. I would say is important. Well, and I say this in my coaching conversations all the time. You know, people say, Oh, I heard you and I knew you'd be so proud of me. And I always say, It doesn't matter what I think. It does not matter what I mm. think. It does not matter what I say. What matters is what you think. Um and like when you ask people really important questions, and I'm not saying you shouldn't, I'm not saying don't be in partnership with people. Of course, I'm not saying that. But I do think, you know, when you ask somebody and you're vulnerable with somebody, that person, w- without being aware, w- that person is going to be well-meaning and they're going to tell you through their lens what they think mm-hmm. you should be, do, or have. But it is so filtered yeah. through their lens that it is never objective. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. So you're saying that this this uh, purpose seeking is uh, you think it's much more introspective. Yeah. Kind of an introspective activity. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. What's next on the list? Next on the list. Start conversations with new people. And I was like, hmm. what? <laughs> So, um, okay. So that's like, that's like, um, that's like using a mirror. That's like, Hey, I'm going to tell this person I've never met before some things and sort of see what reflects back. And they don't know my story. They don't know anything about me. This is like the opposite of what you're just talking about because like, like they have, they have no preconceived notions of me or who I am or what I'm about or my history, or they don't know anything, right? All they can do is reflect back basically what I'm telling them. Oh my gosh, JJ, did you write this article? I'm so good at this. (laughs) Yeah, why are you picking on my article? (laughs) You are are really, 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 like you are so tapped into this and you are making me feel so much better about this article because I was mad when I read this article. <laughs> okay, number five, explore your interests. And I like this one. Explore your interests. Is there a topic that you regularly talk about? Um, this is very interesting too. This article very much um, points back to social media in a lot of these. Uh, hmm. Like, for example, the first sentence this one says in exploring your interests is Is there a topic that you're regularly talking about in a Facebook status update or in a tweet? Are you regularly oh, yeah. sharing something about climate change or refugees? Are there pictures on Instagram that engage you in particular ways? So they're suggesting explore your interest through social media almost. 
I that that one's interesting to me. Like, you know, like if we do. So here's that I I won't be as a defensive of that one. I just think it's an interesting mm-hmm. thing as I think about yeah. it. Is like thinking about my own Instagram feed. It's basically filled with rock climbing and tennis. Mm-hmm. And so, like, mm-hmm. are those two mm-hmm. things my purpose or passion? Maybe actually, like it could be in some sort of alternate r- reality that yeah. I am super happy being like a rock, you know, like a, a guide, like just oh, guiding sure, sure. people on, on climbs outside all day long. Like maybe I'm missing my purpose. Right? Oh, got it. Okay. I <laughs> like, understand what you're saying. You know what yeah. I mean? That's so like, maybe if you can't, maybe if, um, it's not obvious, like, exploring some of those hobby things and it's that this this one's a little mixed for me this idea that like turn your hobby into your career right. or turn your hobby into your passion right um, turn your right. hobby into your career a lot of times backfires because then you realize like oh wait that oh, was totally. fun when i didn't have to do it every oh, single totally. day yeah that's how right? i am with yoga so like to me there's yeah, like a little bit sure. of mixed uh mixed message in that one i won't defend that one as hard yeah yeah but it probably is a little insightful yeah okay okay I, I, I really liked the title until I read and it was all on social media <laughs> stuff. And I was like, what? Isn't there a way to explore your interest just by recognizing what gives you joy when you do it? Just having the intentionality of recognizing what gives you joy. Like when it's quiet for you and you're, when you're home and you have an extra hour, what do you gravitate towards after work? I mean, the work, I mean, the things that you think you have to do when you're at your home. Like once yeah. you've done that or once you have an hour to yourself, what do you gravitate towards that really makes you get excited to be able to go do? Like to me, that's exploring an interest also. I like <laughs> I, that better. I don't want you to, yeah. Well, I, th- I think <laughs> that it's saying the same thing, possibly right. just for a slightly different uh, age <laughs> Shut bracket. Shut up. <laughs> I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> okay, number six, consider injustices that bother you. Hmm. So it says lots of people have pet causes or passion projects that surround an injustice in the world. Is there anything that makes you so deeply unhappy to think about that it bothers you to the core? Hmm. I don't like this one <laughs> at all. Even when you said that the energy got a little different. With me or you? you? Both of us. Or both. Yeah. You didn't like it either. Uh, I didn't like it. It mm-hmm. feels more negative than it. Yeah. I mean, I get it, right? I get mm-hmm. that. Like, if there's a big problem in the world that I want to conquer, that's a great passion. And I would say that a lot of a lot of the higher profile mm-hmm. people yeah. that are that you would consider to have real passion around something, yeah, are going after big problems in the world. Yes. Right? Yes. So so I, I always say in coaching that in every subject, there are two subjects, the having of that and then the absence of it. And I, I say you can like picture it like holding a stick. On one end of the stick is what you want from it. On the other end of the stick is the lack of it. To me, mm-hmm. when you talk about this topic of injustices, it's like you talk about, you, you know, human welfare or you talk about animal welfare or something the topic is that but when you when you focus on the injustice of 
to me, it creates more negative energy. And a lot of times people get like very um, false, not falsely passionate, but uh, misplaced passion. Um, and because they just need some place to put their energy. Mm-hmm. And and so they yeah. I, I yeah so I just this one to me feels like wow, or some place to put their anger exactly that's exactly yeah. right. that's a better word actually I've I I've uh, I saw this very thing play out in people during the George Floyd event yes, here in Minneapolis exactly um, just right. over a year yep. back like perfect like example lots of people just jump into this this uh, fury of energy. Yes. Um, because of the injustice, but, but kind of against, yeah, in a, in a more angry way than, um, than a, like how we're gonna, I don't know. I don't know how to explain that very well without, without sounding like I'm just going to ramble around, but, um, there is something there. We should explore that on a different pod probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably interesting. I'll add it to the list. (laughs) Okay. Finally, (laughs) number seven. Discover oh, what. Here's, oh, yeah. wait, 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 wait! I had one more thing about that. What? Um, the thing with the passion st- stuff is, yeah, um, you can be super passionate about something, and it doesn't have to be some crazy, huge, change the world kind of thing. Exactly. Lots of people are super passionate about things that are like much more subtle than that. Um, maybe like not crazy and glamorous and big and 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 all this and that's totally okay and it's actually probably better and way easier so yes that is so true and that brings us to number seven discover what you love to do now we're in my space there you go (laughs) now we've we've flipped i like i like how you hated this whole list until the very end and i can't believe you stuck with it the entire time i really i know because that's not me right it is not me i usually try to find the positive and everything but there was something about this whole article that just rubbed me the wrong way except for this little piece here and i really All like right. that part find what you love to do yeah discover what you love to do so it said um and you know i think it's really important um you know you've said in the past and it, it really bears repeating right now that um when you're doing something that's in your purpose or making a really big difference. It doesn't have to be this big, huge, massive movement, right? Yeah, it, right. It's like I, I, I have a person, a really specific personal example of this that I think is so interesting because I really, it re- really resonates with me how you said that. My coach one day, when you and I were building Corology, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had huge aspirational um, expectations and dreams about impacting hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. And I mean, I still love that. There's nothing wrong with that. However, at the same time, my business was shifting more and I was doing a lot more individual coaching. And um, I remember she said to me, and I was like, I don't really know if I want to do that. Like, I don't know if I want that. And she said, whether you are working with one person or a million, if you change a single life, it is worth it. Mm-hmm. And how she said it was so impactful. It was almost like a little bit of a like slap me up across the head type thing. Um, so I agree with you. It's like what you do, if you love it and it fills your cup and it makes you feel good, 
it is highly likely that your purpose is in there somewhere, right? And that you're, whether it's like, and they give examples, like it could be, you know, being in a musical theater, you know, like a summer theater program. It could be helping little kids mm -hmm. at a park, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it can, these can be much smaller things than mm -hmm. impacting the whole world. It could just be, I mean, it could be something as, as like it's I look at it as like um I don't know like concentric circles of influence or something mm. like you can affect affect people like just really close to you mm -hmm. or you can have this big reach and I think that people um when they talk about purpose think that they have to have this gigantic global reach but yeah you like uh like Susan said like you can have great impact with people very close to you a very small circle yeah um and that that has great impact yes i i i am 100 percent in agreement with you so so let me let me ask you one final question <laughs> all right with so, a chuckle do you think that you kind of know what your purpose is now or what your purpose is <laughs> now like in the present I, like how you what what you're yeah. leaning towards I told you this is the vulnerable part. Oh, no, <laughs> you don't have good. to say if you don't want to. No, I will. So, like, again, I like using this, um, I guess, formula, the Simon Sinek formula. Yeah. This, like, um, mm. like, what you do, how you do it, and why you do it, right? It's kind yeah. of, like, mm -hmm. refines it in. Well, yeah. So we'll start with why. So I was, I've been thinking about this for a long time. Yeah. I've never really been able to, like, explain it. Mm -hmm. um, I still might stumble around here, but I think my why is somewhere around helping people understand themselves and others better. Mm -hmm. And the, the way I do that is I looking back, and this is kind of like me looking back on like what I've done for maybe like past like 20 years, um, is like I build like communication tools right. that are delivered with digital media and technology, right? Yep, so, exactly. That's like, so good, JJ. I have built a digital signage company, a television broadcast company, mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. Apple TV Roku video app company, a screen sharing company, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. a professional coaching company yep. delivered through video and internet tech, yep. um, and the self-awareness journey, which yeah. we also deliver through digital media. Right. Um, and I've been involved in um, a student writing program. So like these are all things that are communication yeah, tools, right? right? And I didn't really, I was like compiling this presentation a, a few weeks ago about like my professional history. Yeah, <laughs> And I like put all these logos on here of all these companies. I was like, holy <laughs> cow, th this definitely has a common thread at least. Oh, that's And that's awesome. how I came up with, that's, that's probably my why is, yeah. is helping people understand themselves and each other. Yes. And I, I would say I share that why. And mine is different, though. Obviously, the delivery. Yours comes out different. Like yeah. your, yeah. The, the how you do that yep, exactly. is different than the how I do that. Yes, exactly. Mine is through individual touch and coaching and teamwork um, through businesses. And um, but I just love that. And mine would maybe be slightly different in that it's constantly understanding myself more 
so that I can help others understand themselves too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a coach, it, 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 that's an important component, right? That I'm always willing to learn and always wanting to explore more for me because then it helps everybody be able to do that and be more open and explore too without feeling yeah. like they without feeling like they have to please something or ju- get judged or anything like that but yeah. yeah and i i love it what a great conversation yeah well i just i would say this thinking about your why thinking about your purpose is mm-hmm. a big topic it's hard to think about it takes a lot of reflection mm-hmm. maybe it takes a lot of inputs mm-hmm. to yeah. to help figure out yeah. um and like don't judge yourself if you don't know what it is. No, like, and I think it can morph over time, honestly. I was going to say the same thing. I yep. think it's it's not it's not like a single thing. It's a moving target. You yep. might re-evalu- have to reevaluate it every yeah. Whenever few years, it feels even right. as your interests change and as the world changes and, yep. and everything. But um, certainly, I think it's a exercise worth spending some time on. Yep. Go find what's in your dash. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.